I'm Cass. And I'm Kat. And this is the fifth episode of Two Book Book Bitches. Bitches. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in for episode number five. Yeah, and so today we're going to be talking about the conclusion to the Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn. Yes, but before that, did you do anything fun this week, Kat? Oh, yes, I did. What'd you do? Uh, We. Yes. We watched Hamilton. I know. It was literally... We went up to the cottage on Friday, mm-hmm. and we couldn't wait no. to get back home. We so. set a projector outside and watched it. And it was amazing. Amazing. Well, we were supposed to go. Yeah, we had tickets for to go see it in April, and then, you know, the whole world shut down, so the, that show got canceled. Yeah, which was <sighs> so, so upsetting. Still hoping that I'll be able to see it live one day. Yeah, and, like, Jonathan Groff was literally... Oh, he was my favorite part. Love him. Chef's kiss. He was amazing. Like, so good. And uh, I wish he was on stage more. Yeah. Like, that's all I have to say. I honestly... My ability to remember musical theater songs surpasses any other ability I have in life. <laughs> Same. Like, the amount of space that's taken up in my brain by the Hamilton lyrics is just... Just astronomical. It was truly. It was just so good. Yeah. We so also, good. what else did we do? We went to Indigo. Oh, yeah, we went to Indigo. We bought some books. Yeah, so gave we, Indigo a lot of money. Yeah. I bought, uh, we both bought the Cruel Prince trilogy. trilogy, and then I also bought Crescent City. Yeah, I already have Crescent City. Yeah. It's waiting on my shelf to be read. In the TBR list that keeps growing and growing. Yes, but. We will admit, what did we do when we got Crescent City? We cracked that baby open. Literally looking for any sex scene. And we were like, okay, listen, it's a Sarah J. Moss book. It had to have. One. It had to have one. So we flipped through and we kind of like read a little bit here and there. And I it was, mean, it, to me, it's not as good as A Court of Thorns and Roses. Maybe I, we like missed one. It was definitely spicy though. It was spicy, but like... Not as spicy as it could have been. Not as spicy as A Court of Mist and Fury, the yes. second yes. Akatar But, book. I mean, it's the first It's the first book. Yeah, there's more to come. There's uh, more to come. So uh, we'll, wait, we'll wait and see. Yeah, and we'll definitely be doing an episode on that. I'm literally Absolutely. so excited. Absolutely. Other than that, we literally did nothing. Um, but Indigo, if you're listening, sponsor us. Please, please and thank yeah. you. We also wanted to do like um, like a book box subscription. Oh, yeah. Which would be super cool, but we don't know. We don't know which one to do. But we'll probably look into it because it looks really fun. But give us a suggestion. Yeah. If you know of any, tweet us. Yeah, for sure. Our Twitter will be in the uh, description. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Anyways, let's uh, let's get into this. Yes, please. Okay. There's I, so much to discuss. I love. I love breaking down so much. I think after reading it, like I was like, okay, like this is definitely. I think that I'm gonna have some character withdrawal after this yeah i'm gonna have to immediately start reading a new book so that that withdrawal doesn't settle yeah like you can't get the book hangover no no no, because i will yeah i will definitely yeah i miss them already Ugh. all right well this one's kind of like set up interesting because it's split up into three books three books Mm -hmm. so book one is bella's pov Yes. And then the second book is Jacob's Perspective. Yes. And then the third book goes back to Bella's Perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, So Bella's Perspective. Book one. Yes. We start off with Miss Bella Swan, newly engaged, and the proud new owner of an insane car. What was it again? It was like a 
Oh, it's a Mercedes, Mercedes Guardian. Right? Something that's like really rare. And like, I'm something. not gonna lie, it's supposed to be like tank proof. A tank yeah, run like over it or they something? made like this comment. They were like, "Oh, it's for like Middle Eastern diplomats." And I was like, "Of course, Edward literally got her a fucking bulletproof car, so she wouldn't die before she could hold up her end of the bargain to marry him." But yeah, so she's in like this insane car, and apparently just for now until she turns into a vampire. Because and then she gets like an aftercar, which we don't know what it is yet until later. I know, which is, like, insanely extravagant. And he also gives her, like, a credit card. And it's, like, the black credit card sitting in my pocket. So we can all assume it's, like, a black Amex or For something. Sure. For sure. Like zero limit because the yep. clones are loaded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We also... Jacob is still gone. Yeah, Jacob is missing in action. Yeah. And no one's really worried because they all know, like, he's just a werewolf yeah. running around, like, uh-huh. you know blowing off some steam but charlie is like where did he go so he like put up missing posters and they're like plastered all over the city and jacob and bella's like unnecessary it's actually so like charlie literally wants to put jacob's face on fucking milk cartons he, no literally he's like this child i think they insane. actually did there's posters everywhere in yeah town. and he doesn't understand why billy and bella yeah are, like, like no one's concerned they're yeah. like what do you mean your son is gone mm-hmm. he hasn't come back and everyone's like it's fine yeah and, like, speaking of Charlie, it, like, the book flashes back to probably, like, one of the best scenes ever when um, Edward and Bella tell Charlie the big news. Yeah. So they go and tell Charlie. And obviously, when they're, like, we have some good news to share with Immediately, you. Immediately, he thinks she's pregnant. Of course, because she's 18 and she's fucking sweating buckets. So, like, what else could it possibly be? But then they, like break it to charlie they're like no no like we're getting married and like here's where i think they do something really smart because like so as at this point i think like bella and edward are both going to dartmouth mm-hmm. so edward poses it like he what? wanted to do this right exactly like, and how can a parent argue with that yeah so it's like charlie can't really argue because he's then, like they're they would be living in sin or else or whatever yeah so i mean I whatever like, you want right, to call that's, it that's pretty smart yeah like, good for you guys for picking that and up. also he's like not concerned because he thinks that Renee will will be the person who's like super against the wedding. Mm-hmm. But then when they call Renee, Renee's like, ah, I'm not even surprised. She's like, motherly saw, I saw this coming. Can you imagine telling your parents you were getting married at 18? No. I, I literally think my parents would have been like. Their first assumption would be too, like, are you pregnant? A hundred percent. My mom would be like, are you pregnant? Are you in a cult? Are you being Even coerced? if I was pregnant, they'd be like, you no need to get married. Yeah. He'd be like, don't even think about yeah. it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. And it's a good thing that never happened. I mean, some people do it, like, more power to you, but, like, me at 18 versus I, me now. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I had, you know, a certain goals I wanted to meet first. Exactly. So. But, yeah. Um, also, like, Edward, I guess, tells her, like, when Charlie, like, assumes that she's pregnant, he's kind of like, oh, like, I low-key wish that that could happen for us one day. So, he basically is like, I would love to knock you up. But I think he says it more so to make her feel bad that she's yeah, a vampire. like he kind of is trying to you know a last ditch effort to try to convince her to stay human. Yeah, but it as didn't in work. like oh like have babies like experience that. And yeah, she's like, but no she's dude. just like I'm. I've never really considered myself having babies. Like she literally like not once no has like has she experienced any like maternal like just and I mean what eighteen year old really. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I think that, like, I, when I was 18, I still knew that I wanted kids one day. Yeah. But you weren't like, I could get pregnant right now. Like, Fair. you thought that, like, kids were cute, but you... Yeah, but she's, she's like, right now, I never wanted kids anyways. Mm-hmm. But I think that also, 
she was so set in what she wanted. Like she wanted Edward. She wanted a vampire life. Mm -hmm. But she really didn't consider that as an option having yeah. kids so she never really cared for it anyways she's because like, she she was like i never will want anything more than edward yeah she's like fuck it he fulfills everything i want more yeah but anyways so then the, it's like the night before their wedding yes and like edward is going on a bachelor party with jasper and Emmett. yeah but their definition of a bachelor party is just going hunting yeah they're gonna go hunt some like big game like they're not going Ooh, to like a strip stuff. club can you imagine edward at a strip club no. He would be He's so respectful. Too pure for that. Like, he would be so respectful. He would be like, you don't he, have to. He'd do be this. like leaving the ones on the floor. He wouldn't want to tuck it into like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He wouldn't like touch any of their No, thumb. he'd be no. like just pushing it across like the dance floor. Here, please, this is for you. <laughs> please, ma'am, take this for your lovely performance. <laughs> Meanwhile, Emmett's probably like making it rain oh, like stacks of cash yeah. but yeah they, they go on like a bachelor party and like i think bella at this point is still pretty excited because she's like we're gonna have sex after we're married and edward is still like oh my fucking god like i can't believe i he, but he has agreed to try so yeah so that should be pretty interesting oh you also find out arena which is like one of the denali's is not coming to the wedding because she's still hella mad that Laurent got killed by the werewolves. And the werewolves are going to be at the wedding. Yeah, so she was like, I'm not fucking coming. No, yeah. thank you. And they also kind of give you a backstory about um, the Denali's and yeah. their family life and uh -huh. how their mom was killed by the Volturi mm -hmm. because she created an immortal child, which is one of their like most insane laws in, in the vampire realm. You can't create immortal children yeah. because they can't be controlled. Yeah. Because they're frozen in that stage of development. Mm -hmm. So... They'll just, like, in one tantrum, they could kill a whole town. Like, imagine the brattiest toddler you know, and then on top of that, yeah. like, the toddler can kill you. Exactly. So, it's, like, so, yeah, so it's, like, a big, it's a big no-no in vampire world, immortal children. Yeah. Can't do it. You can't bite a baby and turn them into a vampire. Exactly. No, and, and like, apparently people, like, love to do it because, like, the babies were, like, gorgeous. Irresistible, and, like, you, like, to be near them is to love them, whatever they yeah. call it. But now that, like, now you find out that, like, Irina, Tanya, and Kate, like, they're sticklers for the law. Yes. Like, because ever they since lost that happened. their mom slash creator yeah. to the law. Now... It's the day of the wedding. The day of the wedding. The best day of Bella's life. Super. Well. Well, I know. One of them, I guess. She's not really. She doesn't strike me as the kind of girl who like grew up like. She didn't like grow up dreaming about her wedding day. I don't think. Yeah. Like she didn't really care. Meanwhile, I watch every episode of like Say Yes to the Dress. I know. Ever. I feel you. Yeah. But it's like the wedding and it's pretty. I mean, they don't really explain much of it. It just like happens. There you go. They, they're getting married like in the backyard of the Collins house. Oh, yeah. And it look it, the description it sounds beautiful. Mm -hmm. You see it in the movie, and the movie like, is beautiful. There's like these fucking cascading flowers from the like, ceiling. It's stunning, and it's I, beautiful. I'm pretty sure I like I googled their wedding budget because I needed to know because I'm a nosy bitch, and apparently they spend like thirty thousand dollars on flowers, and that's American, which would be like what like. But they didn't really spend money on anything else because I know, the venue was zero dollars. It was their backyard. I know that's true. They're also like so, billionaires, like fucking. I whatever. mean, yeah, that money is like non-issue for them exactly but so, so they get married super cute they make out at the altar literally yeah and everyone's like <laughs> excuse me like <laughs> we're here charlie is like please get a room viciously clearing his yeah. throat and then so like whatever they're like going through the wedding and then this like really cute what could have been a really cute scene so um jacob shows up yes and he was supposed to be the best man of the wedding yeah which i don't really understand because she asked alice to be so alice was her maid of honor I'm assuming Edward picked one of his brothers, and then what? Jacob was also her best man. 
Or was Jacob his best man? So she got to pick both, I guess. That doesn't seem fair. No. But, like, obviously he probably picked someone else when Jacob was never going to come. Yeah. So Jacob, like, originally wasn't going to show up, and then he does. And he's, like, dancing with Bella, and it's, like, very sweet. She's, like, super happy. Yeah, and they're, like, they go away to have, like, a quiet moment by themselves. Yeah. they're not around people. Yeah, so they're dancing, and then, obviously, because Jacob's a dickhole, he brings up... Well, he brings up... Like, what he's like, when are you going to be, you know, turn into a vampire? Like, I guess this is my last night. The last night I'm going to, you know, you're going to be a human. Uh-huh. And she's like, no, we're waiting till after the honeymoon. And he goes, why? Like, it's, it's like, not like you can have a, a normal honeymoon. And she goes, it's going to be as normal as anyone else's. And he loses it. Literally loses it because, like, she wants to get dick down on her honeymoon. Yes. He, like, cannot fathom. He's like, you're going to die. And, and she's like, exactly. And she's like, and what a way to die. <laughs> like, she's literally ready. She's like, I've never been more ready for anything in my life if his penis kills me. It was it worth is, it. <laughs> it is what it is. It was worth it. There are worse fucking ways to die. Honestly. So he's he's literally appalled. Yeah. he gets And he gets so mad and Edward, like comes back and tries to like take Bella away and yeah. even Seth comes he's like Jacob calm down yeah and then the whole pack basically shows up and like pulls ba- Jacob away because he yeah. literally is so mad mm-hmm. and then like I think when so Bella and Edward like leave their wedding okay can we just I have a question who leaves the wedding the night of yeah okay is this a thing because every wedding I've been to the bride and groom are there till two o'clock in the fucking morning like I don't know, but maybe this is like an old school tradition thing. Like you would leave the night of like way old school, like Edward old school. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. People tell us, do you leave? Is that a thing? Like do brides and grooms like leave weddings? I don't know. But anyways, they leave for their honeymoon yeah, they like that dip. night of the wedding and people are like waving them goodbye and she doesn't know where he's taking her. Yeah. It's a surprise. Yeah. And he ends up taking her to Brazil. And not only does he take her to Brazil, he then puts her on a yacht and the yacht takes them to Isle Esme, which is the uh, the fucking island. A private island. A private island that Carlisle purchased for Esme, as if he's not already the most perfect yeah, person in like the world. like as an anniversary present, like no big deal. Here you go. Here's an island. I'm just putting it out into the world. If one day my husband wants to buy me an island, I'm all for it. I mean, who would say no to an island? Literally. It's like stunning. So they go to this like island and like Bella is freaking out because she's like, oh my god, I have to have sex. Like, obviously because it's she's her eight, first time because she's eighteen and she's a virgin. Yeah, yeah like, it's, it's her first time, so it's a big deal. It's so nerve wracking. Yeah, I mean, like I kind of laughed when I read about it, but then I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? That like that captured the essence mm-hmm. of the moment. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's nerve wracking. Like, even if it's her husband and she's like all in love with him and shit, like it's still scary for sure. So they go uh, skinny dipping. So skinny dipping, and then literally. Cuts to the next day. <laughs> Here's my thing. So they have sex. Yes. It is not described. It is implied. Yes. Well, I guess they talk about it the next day, like it happened. Mm-hmm. But no description. So I'm giving this sex scene a zero out of five spicy peppers. Literally, like zero out of five spicy peppers. Like, like zero spice. Zero spice. Not even a mention of like... A vagina. Not even one mention. No, not even a mention of, like, anything. Not a mention of, like... All you know is they're naked and they go swimming and then wake up the next morning. And, like... And she's covered in feathers mm-hmm. because guy bit 
bunch all these fe- all these pillows apart yeah edward, trying to avoid biting her yeah edward the 100 year old virgin literally tore apart the bedroom yeah because i guess like to focus on not literally murdering mm-hmm. her um with his penis he decided to put all his energy into like breaking the furniture. Okay, but here's my here's my quorum with this. Okay, let's like hear the it. next day she's describe like describing how like it was the best thing ever. Like talk about giving young readers a false sense of what their first time is gonna be like. Yes. Like okay, and maybe if you're with an experienced partner it might be different, but they were both virgin. Like like, like virgin. He, he was an 109 year old virgin. He had no idea what you're like. What he was last doing. time he heard about sex, like the clit didn't exist. Like that's how old he is. Like he has to ask Carlisle and Emmett for advice, essentially. Oh my god. So yeah, it would still be special because it was with someone she loved and stuff, but it wouldn't have been there's that great. Like there's no way it was earth shattering. Absolutely. Not. Especially considering the fact that he was actively trying not to kill her i know so i can't imagine that he was like insanely attentive to like her needs and stuff he was probably just like all right let's just get fucking and in it and probably out. lasted like five seconds literally because he, it was his first time too honestly okay i am betting he lasted a solid 45 seconds before he had to be like that's <laughs> it we're good <laughs> I'm going to give him five minutes. Oh, you're so nice. <laughs> Could be generous. Oh, man. You're so nice. But apparently it was like the most magical experience. Apparently. And okay, if you're young and you're listening to this, which perhaps you should not be, don't have unrealistic expectations. Please don't. It's not going to be all sparkly. It's truly one of those things that's going to get better with practice. It, it ages like a fine wine if yeah. you're lucky. Yeah. So, but the first time, that's unrealistic expectations. Yeah, so hold out. I really hope my dad's not listening to this. <laughs> Honestly, any parents, anyone who knows us, please leave. Yeah, if you're related to us in any way, please uh, click off this episode. Um, yeah, but in the morning, so everything's like broken. There's also bruises all over her body. Yeah. Okay. In the movie, it's like she has like one or two bruises, but in the book, she is purple head to toe. Like she looks like a battered woman. Yes. Like so, I understand why he's super upset that he hurt her so much, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then like he's like, I'm not gonna have sex with you. Again, while you're human. I know. he He's literally like, I vow not to do it until you're a vampire. Yeah. And that does not make Bella happy, let me tell no, you. No, because she wants to do it right then and there. Of course she does. She just like, under- ma- understandable sex. Yeah, like, but also I get his point of view because he's literally like, I can't do this to you again. Yeah. I'm going to break so, a rib next time. So I guess in his like, he decides to distract her with outdoor activities, yeah. which to me seems like... I would not be happy with that. I'd be upset. Yeah, so like every time they come home, she's just too tired to think about anything else but sleeping. Yeah. And she she also like just thinks that like, oh, if I compromise with him and like I I'm gonna promise you I'll stay human for another year if you have sex with me right now. And he still says no. And then she has a dream. She basically wakes up from this dream, and this dream was like a sex dream because she's been woke. And once you've been woke, you start having yeah. sex dreams. He you know what I mean? With the flame of desire yes. in her, and she's yeah. like, "Dude, you don't understand. Like that was amazing." Yeah. So she literally has a, has a dream of them having sex because she's been withheld. <laughs> yeah, and she's been withheld like withheld sex for like a day at this point. Exactly, which is unheard of. And like when she wakes up for this from this dream, she literally is like crying. Yeah. She's like, but like happy tears because it was so good. I know, but it's, I read this and I was sad. It was like a weird, she basically seduces him with her tears, with her like 
tears and she's like, I want it, please try again. And he like just Which caves. to me is weird because I feel like tears would be like an instant boner killer, but apparently that was good for him. Like Maybe he just was sad that she was sad. So he was like, I'll give her what you want. So he had pity sex with her. <laughs> which is so I mean, I guess you could call it that. He had pity sex with her, which is even more depressing, but she got what she wanted. She did. And then after that, that day, she, he didn't hurt her. Yes. So he realized that he, he was getting better at it. Yeah. And he, he was able to control himself yeah. better. He could so last now, a whole minute now. Exactly. So, <laughs> so now he was like, hey, we can do this again. And I feel better that I won't hurt you. Yeah. Which is like, wow, congratulations. Good for you. you so won't. this one, this sex scene gets a negative two out of spice yeah because like the whole crying thing's weird no the crying thing really upset me and i was like i am not feeling spicy in the slightest no 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 not at all so i agree zero spice peppers yeah zero spice peppers so far we're not doing good on the spiciness factor in this book Mm -hmm. okay and like i feel really bad i don't remember what the lady's name is in this next part I don't remember her name. Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> but it, basically, they have this couple that come in and take care of the yeah, villa. Yeah, like the housekeepers. The housekeepers. They and clean the, the house, and the take woman care of it. is basically like, she deadass thinks Edward's the devil. Well, her, like, she's a native Takuna. And yes. her, like, her tribe has legends mm-hmm. about vampires. Mm-hmm. So she thinks that Edward's a vampire and that he's preying on young, beautiful women and trying to, like, seduce the women and then kill them. Which I mean is. Kind of the opposite because it was Bella that was doing the seduction. <laughs> yeah, it's so true, right? But anyways. So, so she's yeah. like worried for Bella yeah. when she comes to like clean the room because he calls them to clean the room because now they've broken two separate rooms at this point. How do you look? Okay. If I was on vacation for whatever reason and my room was busted down like that because of like, you know, fun activities, I could not look that person in the eye. Yeah, it would be bright red. I would be like, oh god, I'm so sorry. I'll do it. Just leave the supplies. I'll clean the Yeah, just myself. please bring the Windex and I'll clean the room. Yeah. <laughs> just like leave. Leave the Windex outside. I'll do it. Totally. I don't even know what other cleaning supplies you need. I just said Windex. <laughs> just fucking throw away the whole room. It's fine. I'll buy new furniture. Yeah. But anyways, then what happens is Edward goes on a hunt because yeah. he's been away like mm-hmm. he's he's he needs to feed at some point mm-hmm. so he goes to the main island, island to, to hunt and bella wakes up in the middle of the night finds a note from him saying that where he went mm-hmm. and then she like cooks herself chicken because she has has a craving which is so fucking weird and like that should be your numero uno signal that like something is not right in your uterus if you want chicken like in the first middle thing, of the night <laughs> like when you wake up yeah and then the next morning she wakes up and she has like the urge to throw up yeah morning sickness yeah so then Edward comes back, sees her sick, and she's like, can you pass me my medicine bag? And then he passes her the bag, and she sees a box of tampons, and she has a realization that she had not had her fucking period. Yeah. I mean, she was only five days late, but I guess that's a lot. I mean, okay, here's the thing. But some people are, like, irregular, but I guess she says that she's like she gets her period period like clockwork but like here's my thing like okay you're 18 you just had sex for the first time like would you immediately i guess i would jump to the conclusion that i'm pregnant just because i feel like i would do paranoia 100 percent. i would be like i would have tracked my period to the second i would have looked at my watch but also people are so sure that vampires like couldn't conceive Mm -hmm. so i don't know how that was her first immediate jump she's like five days late 
Must be pregnant. Must be pregnant. I had a, I had a sex with someone who can't conceive. And like, but I must be pregnant. She like looks at her belly too, and there's like the tiny yeah, there's like bomb, already a swell. Like and a swell. she's like, dude, fuck me. So Alice has already at this point seen the future, mm-hmm. and she calls them right, and yes. then and then Ed- Carlella takes the phone because Edward is like shocked. Like he literally shut down. Yeah, he was like, oh my god, she's pregnant. What is happening? This, this is impossible. Is, Edward, this is what happens when you have sex. You must face the consequences. <laughs> like, use a condom next time. Literally. What do you think would happen if they used a condom with the, like... What do you mean? Okay, because... Okay. He had to have ejaculated. Yeah. I'm assuming... Oh, you think the venom would, like, break the condom? That's what I'm saying. Ooh. Maybe they can you, even use condoms. you right. Because, like, what liquid is that? It must be venom. Like a venomy... I don't... Spermy... I don't know. But if he gets really mad, he can shoot it at people. <laughs> oh, that's tough. <laughs> but, yeah, I think he probably would have burned through the rubber anyway. Right? So... But anyways, <laughs> regardless, he's shocked. Carla takes the phone from Alice and is like, what happened? And Belle's like... Bro, I think I'm pregnant. And he's like, get the fuck home right now. Yeah. And like, Edward immediately starts calling it the thing, thing. which offends Bella, obviously. Yeah, he's like, we're going to get that thing out of you right away. Because Bella's already started thinking of it as the baby. Yeah. And then the woman comes back, like the housekeeper, and like she's prattling off something in like Portuguese. And like, Edward is trying to talk to her about like, the situation kind mm-hmm. of thing and she ends off the conversation by going up to bella touching her belly and saying mort which means death or <laughs> dead in portuguese yeah. and bella is like fuck me so edward is like hell-bent on getting the thing out of bella so, so who does bella call for backup rosalie yeah because remember rosalie is like super m- number one fan of babies yeah and then that's the ending of book one, Bella's Perspective. Yes. And then we switch to Jacob's Perspective, book two, which is a really funny start. Like, start. It has a pre- preface. Yeah. And preface. the preface is, like, one sentence. Life sucks. And then you die. Play. Hilarious. And, and this really resonated with me when I was, like, an angsty teenager reading it. I was like, oh, he's right. Life does suck. And then you do die. <laughs> also, the chapter titles in his section hilarious. are fucking hilarious. hilarious. Like, do yourself a favor if you have a copy of Breaking Dawn sitting around somewhere, crack that baby open and just read the chapter titles. But yeah, you learn a little bit about like kind of what's happened in the meantime. Like Paul, one of the members of the the wolf pack, he's imprinted on Rachel, who is Jacob's older sister. So he's like, fuck me. Like, I know. And like Paul is his least favorite of the pack. Yeah. So he's like, damn it. Now that asshole is my... Um, brother-in-law yeah. and they're just basically counting down all the pack members that have imprinted so far and jacob is getting more bitter by the day mm-hmm, because he still that. hasn't imprinted mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you find out i think charlie had called billy or something mm-hmm. but you find out that um bella is back mm-hmm. in town mm-hmm. and they have told charlie that she caught some weird bug while in brazil and is now super sick and jacob is like ah. Uh, super sick she must have turned into a vampire right so he immediately runs to the pack and he's like ladies and gentlemen we must attack they have broken the treaty they bit a human and sam is like listen bitch we get it you're heartbroken you're upset but like she's not our concern they truly haven't done anything wrong she's not our concern anymore i'm not gonna start a whole out like vampire Mm -hmm. werewolf war just because you're butthurt that the girl you're in love with married someone else and turned into a vampire so jacob is like he's upset that no one wants to fight and he's like fine 
I will do it myself. Just like the responsible man that he is. And I just don't understand his logic. Like, you're going to go and kill the Collins to what? Avenge Bella? You think she's going to want to be your friend or like be cool with you killing Edward? Like his thought process is very, you're a teenager. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, what was he planning to do? Murder all the Collins, leave Bella alive? Murder all but the Collins, thing, like, kill Bella? Like, what? His, his thought process just wasn't really there. It was just like... A heat of the moment decision with no thought behind it. I mean, like, let's be realistic. He's probably going for Edward first, and I'm sure. But that's my thing. Like, Edward would never do that. Like, he would never kill no. Jacob because he knew how much that would hurt Bella. Yeah. If Bella had picked Jacob. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for him to think that that's okay, like, he's he's a 17-year-old boy. Like, yeah. He's like, done. So, yeah, he takes his little ass over to the Collins' house, and he goes, like, inside, mm-hmm. and he sees Bella is human, and... Looks terrible. Literally looks like shit. And he's like, what the fuck happened to you? And she's like, surprise, you're going to be an uncle. (laughs) She literally stands up and he sees her swollen, bruised, pregnant belly. And he's like, and let me, let's put this out there for people who haven't read this book. She has been back for maybe like two weeks. Yes. And she's already about to burst. Yeah. Any minute. Like she's been back two weeks and she looks like she's nine months pregnant. Exactly. Like to me super accelerated. Insane. Pregnancy. And like pregnancy is already wild enough as it is. Like when you really like you grow a whole human inside another human. Yeah. So it's like to have it that extreme is just like damn that's fucking insane. So yeah he sees that she's pregnant and he's like what the WTF. And then Edward decides to like pull him outside. Yeah, to talk to him. What ensues is probably the weirdest conversation, I think. Absolutely. It was so weird. Okay, Edward is like super distraught because he knows that this baby is like hurting Bella. Yes. And he at one point was was like says, you know, I would have knocked her out with drugs and forced this baby out of her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But since Rosalie's kind of protecting her mm-hmm. and Rosalie with Rosalie, Emmett is on Rosalie's side and Esme is also on Rosalie's side. So Bella's like protected yeah. and no one's going to touch her. Yeah. It's kind of caused this like divide in the Collins. Yeah. So everyone's like at a stalemate. There's yeah. like a clear like support Bella camp and like anti-baby camp. So. And Edward is anti-baby, mm-hmm. but he says that he's not going to show his distress in front of Bella because his stress will cause more stress on Bella and he can't like deal with her pain anymore yeah so he's just trying to keep a straight face around her but then the what he asks of Jacob at this point I'm just like are you okay bro like you you know that he must be going through it for him to utter what he utters next and he is basically like Jacob Bella clearly wants a baby i have a proposition if it's a baby she wants a baby she will get but it's a baby from you (laughs) basically he's like jacob have sex with my wife have a baby with her have a baby with her and then kind of dip so jacob's like bro you want to share her and he goes he's basically like whatever it takes for her to like get what she wants which I have so many problems with this because, like, okay, if you notice, the person that's most important in this conversation is Bella and who is notably absent from this conversation, Bella. Basically, like, her two favorite men in the entire world, like, we can safely say that, like, Jacob and Edward are, like, her two favorite guys. Mm -hmm. 
are plotting to impregnate her with her best friend, former lover who she kissed while she was engaged. I just... Honestly, this was a shit show. Basically, Edward is saying, let's be a throuple. Yes. And honestly... I'm okay with it. I'm kind of here for it. Maybe the book would have been a little spicier. But I think the point is maybe more not just any baby. It's the fact that it's like Edward's baby. Yeah. But she loves it that much more. Exactly. And I think Edward realizes that maybe the only person who has a smidge of a possibility of changing her mind is Jacob. Like yeah. the second best thing to Edward's baby would like be Jacob's baby. So he basically tells Jacob, he's like, give her this option and try to convince her to get rid of the current baby. Yes. And if she really wants another baby, you, you can give it to her. Oh, fuck. It's so fucked up. So weird. But then he also mentions to Jacob, he's like, if she does die, please kill me. Thanks, by the way. Yeah. And he's like, okay. Yeah, Jacob is like, this seems like a win-win-win situation. I can have a baby with Bella and or if she dies, I get to kill you, which is great for him. So yeah, Jacob goes inside and essentially tries to convince her to like abort the baby. And of course she declines. And then he goes, okay, option number two, you abort the baby and I give you a new baby. And then she's like, are you crazy? So she lets him down. She declines because she realized how fucking insane this idea is. But then she does realize that she's like, did Edward make you ask me this? Yeah. Because she's not stupid. No. Like, she's fragile, but she's not dumb. <laughs> yeah. So, but then he leaves like all upset. He's like, I'm not going to watch you die. Peace yeah, out. He's a big and baby. then he phases into the, into uh, like his wolf form. And with the packs, they can all hear each other's thoughts, right? Yeah. So the whole pack is seeing what transpired mm -hmm. and they see that Bella is pregnant with a half vampire child and they're all losing their shit. They're all like, this is not natural. Mm -hmm. This vampire is going to kill us all. Mm -hmm. So... Sam, the like the alpha of the tribe, is like, we need to attack the Collins and we need to kill them all, including Bella. Yeah. And Jacob's like, excuse? Hold your horses. So at this point, it's like flip-flopped now. But like Jacob is like, hold up. I don't want to attack anyone. And now the pack is like, let's get them. But Seth is also on. Because Seth is a sweet baby angel. Seth is so cute. And he has the biggest bromance with Edward. And he loves, but he actually likes the Cullens. He does. It's he has so no problem sweet. that they're vampires. So he immediately um, joins Jacob. So Jacob like fucks off basically and but tells Sam to fuck off. Yeah. So the thing is that technically Jacob is the rightful alpha. Mm -hmm. And so when Sam is like, you are following us, you're doing what I say, Jacob's like, no, mm -hmm. I don't need to listen to you because mm -hmm. I am the rightful alpha and you suck. So he basically becomes his own alpha, essentially creating a new pack. Yes. And so he runs away, leaves the old pack, and Seth follows him too. Yes. And becomes part of his pack. So now they're like a two-person pack right now. Two best friends. Two-person pack. Yes. Two peas in a pod. And Jacob's annoyed. He's like, Seth, go back. He didn't want anyone to follow mm -hmm. him. Because I think he assumes that, like, if things go south, like, he's probably going down with the Collins and, like... Yeah, he'd have to fight his yeah. own, like, brothers and, and stuff. Literally everyone loves Seth, so he's like, please, I don't want you to die. Like, go back. But anyways, he they, like, go warn the Collins mm -hmm. and they realize Bella is getting way worse. Yeah. And then at this point, um, someone else joins their two-man pack and it becomes... a. Two man, one woman pack. Yeah. Leah joins. Yeah. Seth's older sister. Yeah. Because she's like, I'm not leaving my baby brother with you, you dumb asshole. But it's also more than that. Like, she had that whole love triangle with Sam. Yeah. And so the fact that she gets to join a new pack 
her mind is kind of separated now. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't have to hear how annoyed Sam is with her all the time. Yes, because now if you defect to the other pack, you can't hear the old pack mates. Exactly. So it's like, you can only hear your own pack Yeah, stats. so it's like Jake, Seth, and Leah can all hear each other and they can't hear anyone else. Mm -hmm. So Leah is like, thank God I don't have to listen to Sam anymore. Um, then like you have this like little scene with Carlisle where he's like once again the MVP because everyone at this point can. Car daddy. Literally car daddy. I love... I love Carla. Because here's my thing. So Bella wants to have the baby, right? Yes. And Rosalie's on her side. Yes. Rosalie's not on her side because she's like, I love you, Bella. I want to do what you want to do. Rosalie's on her side because she loves babies. And she, she wants, wants a, baby. a baby. And she's like, if Bella dies, I shall be mother. Of course. <laughs> like, guys, you know that TikTok sound? Where's your mama gone? Where's your mama gone? That was Rosalie. Yes, literally. So she's not pro-Bella. She's just pro-baby. And then everyone else is anti-baby and is not listening to the Bella wants. And then there's Carlisle who's like, you know what? I may not necessarily agree with what's going on here, but at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I can to support Bella and mm -hmm. her choice. And I fucking love that. Um, so yeah, Carlisle is... Oh, and then he also like tell... He, there, he also talks about how like... Bella's body is like rejecting nutrition. Yeah. And that's why she's getting so weak. And then Jake makes a snide comment. And it's like, oh, maybe the baby wants blood. And ding, 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 Jacob. He was right. Yes, he was right. So they start feeding her human blood in yes. like a sippy cup. In a sippy cup that like she can't see through. Oh, it's like a styrofoam cup. So she doesn't yeah. see that it's so blood. Yeah, so she doesn't see that it's blood. And then she's like, mmm. This tastes amazing. And the way she, like, thinks about it is, like, oh, I'm just practicing for, like, the next stage in my life. Cue, so. like, vomit sounds. Yeah, but if the the blood makes her feel, like, actually yeah, a lot better. Yeah, and it's, like, helping her. And she's starting to, like, gain some strength back. Mm -hmm. The So, at this point, I think, like, Seth and um, Jake are, like, doing, like, patrols around the Collins house. To make sure that the other pack yeah. is not going to come to attack them. And who comes but Quill, Embry, and Jared. And they basically try and get, like, Leah and Seth and them to all come back and they're mm -hmm. kind of like manipulative yeah a bit because they tell seth like uh, you've broken your mother's heart and they tell leah sam misses you which i'm like you little like, why would you say that to someone who is trying to get over him sorry that was my foot that made that weird noise <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah which which was really upsetting like them trying to like manipulate kind of what was going on but anyways jake says no so that's and so does everyone that. else. Yeah, they're all like, no, we're good. Maybe after this is all settled, then can we can renegotiate. But for now, we need to protect the Cullens and we kind of don't trust you. Mm -hmm. And then they also kind of realize that Quill and Embry like totally want to jump ship. Yeah, because th those are Jacob's best friends. Yeah, so they're low-key really wanting to like join the new pack. Um, also at this point, like the Cullens feel really bad that like Jake and his little pack are like sitting outside and stuff and they kind of want to like invite them in mm -hmm. and jake was like mm, no not there yet um bella's ribs break yeah the baby's breaking her ribs also you know that can happen in like actual pregnancy rosalie does mention that in the book <gasps> yes she does that's right i really hope that doesn't happen to me yeah praying for my ribs to stay intact yes please when that comes but then alice also mentions that she can't see the baby like yeah. her vision's when it comes to the baby, her vision is blurry. Like, yeah, she can't see Bella's future anymore because it's so entangled with the baby. Mm -hmm. And, like, Alice, like, mentions to Jacob, like, oh, like, the baby's kind of like you. And, like, Jacob is like, fuck that. Like, I'm nothing like that baby. Like, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. He's really anti-baby. Yeah. And um, then you kind of find out that 
Bella probably only has like four days left before she'll most likely deliver. Yeah. And at this point, she's also in contact with Charlie and she's telling Charlie that she's on the mend and Jake gets really mad um, that she's like lying to Charlie. Mm -hmm. And he also like makes this kind of weird comment where he feels like he's growing more connected to Bella and he kind of like connects it to like as her like as her pregnancy kind of like goes on he feels like more connected to her which is like kind of fucking weird but and you find out why later you find out why but but the whole but the whole thing is like they explain that the baby is most likely gonna rip its way out of Bella yeah like there's like they're saying that there's seen an alien yeah like there's (laughs) there's no way Bella is gonna survive this in her human form Mm -hmm. so the plan is deliver baby immediately turn into vampire exactly but they're all like worried that you know if her heart gives out before they get a chance Mm -hmm. to if before she gets a chance to deliver the baby Mm -hmm. then she's dead and vampire Mm -hmm. turning her into a vampire is not an option and like the next couple chapters are literally just jacob being mad at everyone he's mad at bella for lying he's mad that edward is letting her lie he's mad that they're not making any headway into like finding out what the baby is doing to bella Mm -hmm. he's mad that rose is putting the baby above bella Mm -hmm. oh and the you know the yeah there's a funny scene where like what's rosalie makes jacob food and she puts it in like a dog bowl Uh and she writes like fido on it yeah and then he eats the food and like throws the dish at her head and she gets mad because he got food in her hair. Yeah. Cute little scene. I wish they would have put that in the movie because I... They did. It's a deleted scene. Oh, yeah. That's right. It was kind of good that they deleted it though. It was weird. It was... Well, it didn't go with the flow, but I no, still thought not. it was funny. Yeah. You get a little like peek into Leah too. She's like saying she's so thankful to be with like Jake and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And oh yeah, Jake, his brilliant idea after all of this goes down and Bella inevitably becomes a vampire is um, to go full wolf. Yeah. And Leah is like, same. She'll go with him. And then they would just send Seth back because he's too young, doesn't need to do that. Yeah. And then shit kind of starts to go down here because more of Bella's bones are like her pelvis breaks, which is, I've heard that it's extremely painful if that happens, by the way. Like if your pelvic bone breaks. I don't know if it breaks or if it just like. They suspect. They suspect it breaks. I don't know. But 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 an x ray doesn't, doesn't, didn't actually break or something. But. It's, yeah, she's getting worse, and even Leah's, like, saying to Jacob, she's like, you know, if you imprinted on someone, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't feel as connected to Bella. Like, that feeling would go away. And he kind of, like, shuns this idea, and he only shuns it until he kind of, like, spies this, like, little scene where Edward um, can finally hear the baby. Mm -hmm. And he, the baby tells him, like, oh, like... I'm not trying to hurt Bella. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he can finally hear yeah, his child. Yeah, and the baby is, like, saying that he, she loves yeah. Bella. So now Edward is team baby. Yes. He's like, let's do this. Yeah. Edward is like, I'm a dad. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, I'm excited. And Jacob was upset because he kind of was on the same... Up until now, Edward and him were on the same plane, like, side in terms of the baby. They were yeah. both, they were both anti, anti-baby. Well, yeah, in terms of, like, the thruple. Yeah. Edward and Jacob were like, you know. So he gets super mad and ba- and Edward basically hands Jacob the keys to his Aston Martin. And he's like, go crazy, kid. Like, go take a break. You need to get out of here because yeah. you don't want love the baby. But, you know, I do now. And Jacob's brilliant idea is to go to Seattle and try walk to, around until he yeah. imprints on someone. He wants to try to imprint, see, see if he can find anyone he wants to imprint on. But. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. He comes back. And this is when 
shit goes crazy. Yes. The only people that are in the house right now are like Rosalie and Edward. Everyone else is like hunting. I think Alice is there too. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, Alice is there too. But everyone else is like hunting. Key person being Carlisle. Key person. Carlisle per- yeah. is out hunting. The person who's, who knows how to deliver babies. You know, who went to med school 47 yeah. million times. Exactly. So um, right before shit goes down, Edward has kind of an important conversation with Jacob where he's basically like, hey, since you're an alpha now and since you're like Ephraim Black's like great-great-grandson or whatever, you have the authority to give us your blessing for Bella's like emergency vampirization. Mm-hmm. And like after kind of thinking about it, Jacob is like, yeah, no worries. Go for it. So now they're officially not breaking the treaty anymore. And this is very convenient because what happens next, Kat? Bella's placenta detaches and she's dying. And so is her baby. Literally, like her spine breaks. Like her yeah. placenta detaches. Like Okay, but before, I just need to go back one step before we get into her this, this terrible lab- labor scene. Can we please discuss her baby names? Oh my fucking god, yes, we can discuss her baby. Okay. So her baby names are are as follows. If it's a girl, Renesme. This combination is- of the two moms' names, Renee and Esme. Okay. Renesme. Oh my god. I'm Who, like, where does that come from? I'm not a fan. I don't know. We might get a lot of who knows. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I'll just say it. I'm not a fan of making up your own baby name. It's not a name. Just why why couldn't you just call her Renee? Like pick one of the names if you pick if you, Renee, middle name Esme, Esme. Like if you liked those Renee. names so much. Or just pick a new name. Yeah, exactly. But okay, here's the dumber name. The dumber name is If it's a boy. If it's a boy, EJ. Which at first they don't really tell you what it stands for. Right. So you just think it's Edward Jr. Right, which is stupid. But like also not as bad. But because dumb. the babies would just be named Edward. No one would call it. Edward Jr. I'm also not a fan of the whole junior thing. Okay, well, whatever. But then you find out later that it actually stands for Edward Jacob. And here's my thing. You are going to name your child a combination of your husband's name and basically the man that you cheated on your husband with? Like, excuse? It's like the two loves of her life. Such a weird name. It's so weird, but fitting for the thruple. I guess. It's just fucking weird. Anyways, let's go back to the, the like to the part so, we were at, which is her gruesome like birth scene. And lim- and like, okay, I've heard some horrible labor stories. No, this is like, next level. Dude, fuck. Like basically she's on this table. She is dying. The placenta is attached, so the baby is suffocating. She's like, get this baby out of me. So they're like stabbing her with morphine. Morphine is not kicking it in time. Rosalie decides to take a scalpel to her belly, but obviously Rosalie freaks out. Because of the blood? Yeah. So Alice takes her out. Bella's back breaks. Jacob's giving her fucking CPR. And the 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 skin that that holds the like the it's what's not, it called yeah it's not the placenta the what's that oh the amniotic sac yes that is super indestructible like nothing can break through it mm-hmm. other than like vampire teeth so Edward is like biting that open with his teeth to which get the baby like, out which is not a type of bonding you want to have with your husband no anyway so they finally get the baby out and it's a girl so it's goes, a Renesme. Stupid name, but whatever. And he puts the baby on Bella for, you know, some nice skin to skin. And what does the baby do? Bites her. Yeah, which is really fucking weird. And of course, Rosalie comes in. And she's like, give me the baby. Yeah. She's like, mama time. <laughs> she's like, that's it. Bella's dead. She's like, Bella's about to die. Yeah, it's My not, time to shine. It's not Auntie Rosalie. It's mommy. So Rose takes the baby and then 
Bella basically almost like like basically looks like she dies and Edward is like no she's not dead like he's convinced and I don't know if he's like just like inconsolable at this point and like going a little crazy Mm -hmm. but he stabs her in the heart with with his his venom venom to kind of like speed up the transition also another thing yes how did they extract said venom remember how we talked about the ejaculating penis okay (laughs) have you seen how they extract venom from snakes it's kind of like that like they get a cup in the cup has like a like a, a lid on it like and it's an old balloon yeah like. and then he bites through the lid and then the venom just kind of like, like droops down from his teeth you know what i mean like that's what i'm picturing i know it's either okay it's, it has to be one of three things either because needles don't work on them right no so it's either the snake thing they just like watched a lot of animal planet and did it he just bit into a cup he ejaculated into a cup or maybe he just like spent hours spitting Maybe for a spit? Like, I, I don't know. know. Like, interesting. I don't know. But anyways, after he stabs her in the heart with his venom, he proceeds to, like, bite every major, major artery. artery on her body to make the venom spread quicker. Mm-hmm. And then Jacob's, like, distraught because he thinks that Bella's dead. Well, he's dead. convinced she's dead. He's yeah. like, there's no fucking way she's surviving. So, so, like, his brilliant idea to avenge the death of the love of his life is to kill her child, which, again... Lapse bad in decision. Bad decision. Yeah. So he runs downstairs and he's like, fuck this baby. He's going to throw this baby out He's going to kill Rosalie and the baby. Right. But he looks into the baby's eyes and sees that they're chocolate brown, just like Bella's. And what happens? He imprints on an infant. He fucking imprints. Disgusting. Like, he, <sighs> this is a newborn baby. Fresh out of womb. Li- like, literally still slightly bloody and he looks at her and he's like love of my my life life. um so (laughs) many things wrong with this so many things but anyways that's the end of jacob's book and then book three starts which is back to bella's perspective so you kind of find out she like like it kind of backtracks a little bit you see like her experience through the whole thing obviously really fucking painful and you find out that the morphine just kind of makes her trapped in her own body but she's still feeling all the pain yeah because apparently like changing into a vampire is very painful flaw design but um and you find out she keeps all the pain inside because she doesn't want to hurt edward's feelings yeah she doesn't want to show edward that she's going through so much pain because that would hurt him oh my so fucking dumb just scream girl it's fine um and then boom she wakes up and she is a vampire and she's fucking hot like super hot she's super hot like she she like is like seeing everything for the first time. Like she touches Edward mm-hmm. and she's like, ooh, you're warm. Because they're, now they're, they're now they're the same temperature. And then she like kisses him and it's like the best thing in the world. And like she looks in the mirror and she's like, damn, I'm hot. And then after she gets over how hot she is, he's like, hey, we Let's, should go hunting. Yeah, because she wants to go see Renesmee. Mm-hmm. But he's like, no, you should get your thirst under control first. And then once he mentions thirst... She realizes, oh damn, she's like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Also, uh, just a tiny little note, uh, Alice at this point has put her in stilettos in a dress. Terrible idea to go hunting. But And this is how she goes hunting. But anyway. She takes the stilettos off though. I know, but so, Alice, what the fuck? Um, and maybe a pair of like sensible running shoes. Whatever, she goes barefoot. And it doesn't really matter. leggings. But anyways, so they go hunting. He's like, hey, have an elk. And she's like, fucking smells disgusting. And then... She smells something else. Yeah, she smells like humans mm-hmm. who are like near like the trail that they are. And she like immediately runs to them and like try- starts to hunt them. Mm-hmm. And then when she realizes that Edward is like 
following her. She like goes in defense mode because I guess like vampires, when they think that they're going to be attacked by someone else, they go yeah. in defense mode. And then she basically like growls at him. Mm-hmm. And then after she realizes, you know, it's Edward, she abandons the hunt on the humans, yes. which is like super weird for newborns to super do. unheard of like she yeah. should have torn that human yeah to she has like super self-control apparently mm-hmm. so then she like runs away from these humans and instead goes and kills a mountain lion yes which is great so she gets back to the house and they decide to send jacob out as the first human family member that she greets and like yeah and at this point she's kind of confused why jacob is still around right because like backtrack a little bit he was all like anti-bella becoming a vampire and and anti-baby so she's like why the fuck are you still here like what's going on and no one will explain it to her at this point because edward's like i promise i would let him explain yeah and she's all like sussed out because they're all being so vague yeah because they're like they're not telling her anything anything yet so jacob greets her everything's good she says oh i can tell i understand why everyone was saying you smelled so bad like it's it's a cute little thing and then she goes inside and the baby Seems is with name. mommy Rosalie. Yes. And she realizes this baby looks already older than like, and she's only been like out in that searing pain for three days. Yeah. So it's been three days since the baby was born and the baby looks like weeks old, not just days. Yeah. The baby looks way older and she's yeah. like, what So clearly fuck? this baby is going through some accelerated growth yeah. thing. So she kind of like reaches out for like, um, Renesme, and then Renesme starts like crying for her, and like mm-hmm. mommy mode kicks in, and she picks up Renesme. And then you find out that Renesme can talk or communicate through, through touch. touch. So she like touches your face with her hand and she like thinks into your head, basically. Yeah, so she touches Bella and shows like her her first memories of Bella that she had. And like hearing her voice and stuff, which is sweet, like mm-hmm. whatever. And then all of a sudden, Jacob ruins the moment. Yeah, and he's like, oh, this is enough. And Bella's like, who the fuck are you? Like, you can't mm-hmm. tell me this is enough with my it's baby. my baby. And then... She has a realization. And she's like, oh my fucking God. You imprinted on my baby. You imprinted on my daughter. Remember in the movie, I was like... Or no, what does she say? Oh, he because he calls her Nessie. You know, Yeah, he calls her Nessie and she's like, you nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? Bella and fucking... And she freaks out out loses it like yeah. literally she's like it. what i've i've held my baby all of once and already you think you have some moronic wolfy claim on her which is true and she okay and keep in mind like bella knows like the ins and outs of imprinting she mm-hmm. knows about like quill or who is it claire and claire and quill claire and quill which is like claire she, being a two-year-old exactly like she knows that one day Jacob and Renesme are going to yeah. have a romantic relationship. Yeah, and then he he, she, he even makes this comment. He goes, you know, you always said you wanted us to be family. Well, now oh we God. are. It's and she so goes, I'm weird. sorry, as my son-in-law? Like, like, take that in. It's like, you dated a guy. You broke up with him. You married someone else. You had a baby. That guy dates that baby? So weird. I'm so... And then he goes like, oh, you know, it's not like that right now. Like, like Edward... Keyword right now. Like, not right now. He's like, you know, Edward wouldn't let me live if it was like that. And I'm sure Edward's still debating murdering him. For but, sure. But, but Bella is, like, not having it. Yeah. And, and she, so the minute he says, Rene- like, Nessie, she, she loses it. Yeah. And, like, Seth jumps in the way. Yeah. And she, like, to protect Jacob because Jacob hasn't phased. Mm-hmm. And 
Seth being in his wolf form jumps in the way and like gets hurt because Bella is a newborn and super strong. Mm -hmm. And Bella feels like really bad and blah, blah, blah. And then they kind of like fill her in on everything after she's calmed down. So she learns that like the wolves now can't really hurt them because their connection to Renee is made because since Renee is made is an imprint. Yeah, like the most sacred like wolf rule Mm -hmm. is that you can't harm some like the person that one of the wolves has imprinted on yeah so she's safe plot device yes. but anyway 100 that's 100 percent a plot device. very convenient plot armor that that is one of their key rules all the cullens have plot armor bella also mentions being like scared of renesmee's lifespan yeah because she's growing super fast which is it is concerning so she's convinced that like her baby's gonna die in like yeah. months basically and they also kind of go through the 50 50-ness of half her renesmee being a half human half mm-hmm. vampire mm-hmm. like Renezme can drink both blood or human food but yeah. prefers blood yeah she can also she also has a heartbeat and like blood runs through her veins yeah like she blushes yeah and her eyes are brown like yeah Bella's. she still sleeps yeah like a human would yeah so she's a little a little 50 50 of edward she's a little 50 50 she, she when she bites though she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't yeah. she's not venomous yeah Oh, and then there's this part where, like, Renesmee remembers and, like, communicates to Bella about drinking blood. Mm-hmm, and she's thirsty. And everyone, like, snaps because they think that the memory is going to trigger Bella's bloodlust. Mm-hmm. But Bella's like, no, guys, I'm literally fine. And poor fucking Jasper just has an existential crisis because he was really hoping that Bella was going to go on, like, a murderous rampage. Yeah. So he wasn't the only, like, pariah Cullen that, like, couldn't control himself. So now he's like fuck me the one person we decide to turn into a vampire is like totally excellent at being a newborn i know poor jasper i just feel really bad for him but but then it's bella's birthday and she freaks out because everyone's like oh happy birthday and she's like bro i stopped aging three days ago mm-hmm. and they're like well we're celebrating it anyways and now she's turning she just turned 19 quote unquote so she gets them um, her after car which is a ferrari yeah. must be nice it must be really nice but also her main present is the Collins gift her and Edward a house, like, like in the a middle of the cottage. Yeah, in the middle of the forest, which like fulfills all my cottage core Truly. dreams. Truly, oh, lucky. So they go to the house and they leave Renesmee with Rosalie and Jacob for the night. Yeah, and conveniently, everyone dissipates from the cottage. Yes, and so they go see the cottage. It's super cute, and Edward shows you know Bella around the cottage. They get to the room, and then they have some vampire sex and this one gets like a one one, one spicy pepper one spicy five. pepper because they rip each other's clothes off and that is meant that, that is described yeah. in the book but then also pants to the next day so that's all the description you get yeah so one spicy pepper for the book now if you've seen the movie it's still only one spicy pepper. I know, but here, here's my, again, my, like, little issue with it. So, what, they've had sex, like, two times now. Apparently, like, now that they're vampires, like, she has, like, a sparkling, like, orgasm. orgasm. Unrealistic expectation. You um, don't see freaking stars. That's yeah, not a thing. Exactly. Like, who, I want to know. Tell me. Who is, unless you're just having really, in which case, congratulations. Here's my thing. She is, she is part of that 30% of women who orgasms solely from penetration like lucky girl like good for you bella like congrats he doesn't even know to know where the clip is he doesn't need to do anything else they can have vanilla sex and it works perfectly it's like missionary 9.9 out of 10 times and it's perfect and it's fucking mind-blowing mind-blowing for her every single time congratulations bella bella cullen i guess bella cullen yeah Yeah, congratulations girl yep 
And um, yeah, so I think when they come back to the house the next day, like Emmett like is like, oh, is the house still standing? Like, He's like, oh, you finished already making all these like sex jokes? Yeah. And then like you kind of hear about their plans. Like Renee's maze growing more. Bella's panicking more. And now they're planning to move to like Dartmouth. Yeah, like North. I don't know. No, New Hampshire. Sure. I think that's where it is. I don't know where it is. I'm sorry. I'm not American. Yeah, I don't know. I literally don't I don't know, know where the universities are. If it makes anyone feel any better, I barely know what the provinces are. True. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so they're planning to leave Forks and Jake mm-hmm. is like really upset because they're like, you can't leave me behind because I cannot be away from Renesmee at all because... I love her. I love her. As a brother, of course. <sighs> wink, wink. Ugh. Anyways. But even before when... Bella was like getting upset at Jacob that he imprinted. She's like, Jacob, she's mine. And then he's like, I can share. <sighs> Bro. Okay, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on another little rant. My another one of my biggest pet peeves is like, I hate when like people are like like feel like they have this like weird claim to like someone else's child who's yeah. like like you know what I mean? Like, like I'm not talking about mom and dad, I'm talking about like like a weird aunt who's like our baby like, like rosalie exactly it's but like everyone is so obsessed with her child and she's like held this baby once and i'm like back the fuck and i'm like up. oh that's her baby chill if i was bella i would be karate chopping people left right and center like i'd be like i'm my holding ch- my baby leave me alone Truly. i want to smell the new baby smell yeah but <laughs> yeah but so jacob is upset that they're gonna leave because he you know is obsessed with this baby so for the fucking second time in this series he runs and tattles to charlie yes he makes another idiotic move and so in this you don't see this scene play out but basically he comes back and he's like charlie will be here soon and, and everyone, everyone's like what did you tell him so basically he told charlie that he's a werewolf mm-hmm. and phased in front of him mm-hmm. and bella's like you could have given him a heart attack mm-hmm. and then he also says that you know I told Charlie that you had to become different because that was the only way you were going to survive your illness. Yes. And Charlie's kind of like, I don't want to know. Just need to know basis is fine for me, which kind of works out for them. Yes. It it, it ends up working out because like Charlie does come and they they give Bella this like crash course on being human and it ends up being kind of fine. Yeah, because she has some super human control, Mm -hmm. like super... Super the control. Only, the only lie Charlie doesn't buy is they tell Charlie that Renezme is Edward's niece. Yeah. And they adopted her. But the second he takes one look at that little girl who literally looks like a baby Bella and Edward, he's like, mm-hmm. right, niece. But he's very like, I'm I don't want to know. Yeah, I'm need all good to with know. the need to know basis. Yeah. And this makes Bella super happy because he's like, okay, I'm going to come back tomorrow. And she realized she can't actually have. Yeah. So they decide to stay mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, we can have Charlie in our lives now because yeah. he's on a need-to-know basis. Mm-hmm. He's not questioning. Mm-hmm. So he's safe from the Volturi because he can't find out that they're vampires. No, no, no. Because then they would have to like turn Charlie. Exactly. In. No one wants to be a 60-year-old vampire. It's just not as fun. <laughs> For Truly. sure. Uh, can you imagine slightly hotter vampire Charlie? I'd be so down. I'm into it. I would be ready. Like his mustache, but like luscious. Listen. Charlie, if you're listening. <laughs> no, li- literally... Any vampire, if you're listening, please come find me. I'm Three ready. days of pain that sounds good to me. I'm fucking ready. I am ready. I've been ready. I have since been ready since these books came out. Oh, I want to sparkle. Absolutely. I just want to have like really nice hair. Right? Strong nails. Like glowing skin. The skin. I don't need a skincare routine. No. Fuck the skin. Do you know how much money I spent on skincare? Anyways. Ugh. 
so oh and then there's this like that cute little scene where like Emmett teases Bella and then she like challenges him to an arm wrestling match and mm-hmm. she fucking dummies him yeah that was funny it was cute yeah I because, thought it was because just... he's supposed to be the strongest of the Collins but because she's a, a newborn. newborn right now she's technically stronger than him right yeah. now so she wins that fight mm-hmm. and this sparks the like little part of the book where everything is like shockingly amazing and mm-hmm. everyone's like hmm, what could go wrong like quill and Embry have joined jake yeah they've joined jake's pack and i guess like the main problem right now is renesmee's super growth mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. going growing super fast mm-hmm. and they're kind of worried about how long she'll live yeah so their plan is like first off bella needs to go see the vulturi because she has to be like hello i'm, I'm a, a vampire. vampire so they kind of like leave them alone yeah they want they want her to go alone so that the vulturi won't come visit her because they don't want the vulturi anywhere near forks or near like near renesmee yes exactly because that would be like bad news bears yeah so after vulturi they also the cullens also decide they want to go to brazil because they feel like the stories and tribes in Brazil. Like maybe like, they'll have some information about kind of what Renesmee is. Mm-hmm. So during this like sparkly happy time, Jacob, Bella, and Nessie go hunting. So yes. they're like frolicking around. Bella is like kind of realizes like how much Jacob and Renesmee love each other. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like begrudgingly starting to accept the fact that Jacob is now her son-in-law essentially. Ew. Which is really fucking weird. But anyways... Now, here's the issue with this. Who pops up? Irina. Irina pops up, and she sees Bella, Jacob in his wolf form, Mm -hmm. and this tiny child-looking thing. And she gets super mad and runs away. And runs away. And you don't really know what her purpose was in coming. They assume that it's because of the wolves, because remember, Irina hates the wolves. Yeah, she was coming to apologize or something. Yeah, so they don't really know. But you you don't find out why she runs away yet. Yes. And then you realize in like the next little part or whatever, mm-hmm. Alice has a vision that the vulture are coming. And they realize that what happened was when Irina saw Renesmee, she thought that Renesmee was an immortal child. And because they're like sticklers for the law and stuff, um, she runs to the Volturi and tells them. Yes. And the Volturi are like, ooh, perfect excuse to annihilate the Collins. Literally. But the thing is, Renesmee isn't an immortal child. She was born. Mm-hmm. So she's half vampire, half human. She exactly. Wasn't, she wasn't a human that was bitten and turned mm-hmm. into a vampire. Exactly. So Jasper's really like doom and gloom about this. He deadass is like, nah, we're all gonna die. Like, it's cool. Bella doesn't want to endanger the wolves. Like, Carlisle is like, okay, like, I can, I have like friends all over the world, but like, I low-key don't want to get them involved, but like, that's fine. I'll call yeah. them. So they kind of make this plan. They're like, we're going to try to contact as many people as we can that are Carlisle's friends, people mm-hmm. that they know, to try to be their witnesses. Yeah. Because they're thinking, if we can just stall the Vulturi for a minute to just hear us out and let us explain what Renesmee is, then... They won't murder us. They won't murder us. And if they have a lot of witnesses to attest to what they're saying, maybe the Vulturi will listen. Yeah. Um, at this point, Alice leaves to see better because remember like jacob and renesmee she has like a really hard time right. like seeing and but then she he, never comes back yeah you end up finding out she leaves a note and she's like peace out she's basically like sorry we had to go get as many witnesses as you can mm-hmm. and good luck. good luck but she leaves like a sneaky sneak clue yeah it's written on a page from the merchant of venice one of the books that 
Bella owns in her like cottage or cottage library so like when she goes to get the book she sees that alice wrote down like an address and when she like yeah google's address it's some like lawyer like the the person's name is jay jinks Mm -hmm. and it's some lawyer in Mm -hmm. in seattle which leaves bella perplexed she's like who is this person yes um also we have more sex now um it's sad sex because bella thinks that they're gonna die so again zero spicy peppers out of five Zero, yeah, I would say zero. Like, not mm, just it's depressing sex. Like, Mm -hmm. let's, yeah. Now, Bella has this address. She doesn't know what to do with it. But now you kind of get a. Edward starts explaining some of the powers that the Volturi have. Yeah. And you realize how literally fucking stacked the Volturi are. Like, Jane can make you feel pain. Alec basically makes you senseless. Mm -hmm. They have this person named Chelsea who can break familial bonds between covens yeah renata is like can put up a physical shield like yeah literally there's no way they can win so like dimitri is like a super tracker so they couldn't even run away Mm -hmm. like there was no way they would win in a fight no and bella decides like she wants to train anyways to like you know try as hard as possible to like yeah she wants to like help because since she has is not affected by Jane or Alex's power. She's mm-hmm. like, well, if I can take them out, mm-hmm. then maybe we stand a bit more of a chance. Yeah. And at this point, like, the Denali's arrive, and with them is, like, uh, El- Elizar? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Elizar? Elizar? Elizar, I think it is. All right, we'll go with that. Elizar. Elizar. And Elizar has a, his own power, and his power is the ability to sense the power that someone else has, like mm-hmm. the gift. And he realizes that Bella is a shield. Mm-hmm. And his his hypothesis is like if you train, you can project your mental shield and onto maybe others. be able to protect other people. Yeah. So at first the Denali's were skeptical because they're super anti like immortal child. Mm-hmm. But when they finally like heard Edward and Bella out, they were like, okay, we believe your story. So they decide to be witnesses for them. And all the other Collins have left at this point. Only mm-hmm. Bella and and Edward are at home. All the other Collins have gone all over the world to try to find more witnesses. Yeah. So this ensues, like, the part of the book literally where, like, a fuck ton of vampires from all over the world kind of yeah. is, like, the coolest thing ever because yeah. you learn about all these cool powers. And they, all, they have such cool powers, like, Zafrina can make you see whatever yeah, she wants. Yeah, so there's, like, an Amazonian clan, so it's, like, Zafrina can, like, yeah, like, makes you see, like, a scene yeah. in your head. Kate from, Denal- from Denali, she can... Like zap, zap you essentially. Exactly. Um, what other like? There's an Irish clan. That yeah, comes. in the Irish clan, there's a there's a girl named Maggie, and she can tell if she's being lied to. Yeah, which is pretty cool. That's pretty useful. The best one though is from the Egyptian clan. And oh yeah, Benjamin. Benjamin. He controls all the elements. He's basically the fucking avatar. He, literally, it's so cool. Yeah, his he definitely has the coolest power. A hundred percent. Yeah, he definitely lucked out. I think there's like a couple other ones with powers yeah, too. Yeah, there's a lot. There actually is a lot of vampires with powers. Yeah. One of the most common powers seems to, seems be, to be like tracking. Yeah. Like they, there's like a couple of trackers in the thing. Yeah. But like, what would your vampire power be? Mm. Oh my God. Okay. Like my, like, like if I had like a serious vampire power, I kind of want something like Kate. Like I think like her little zappy thing is cool. Yeah. Like maybe like, I don't know, like something like that or like with fire right, or right, something. Right. Like, you know, something so, physical. Yeah, for sure. But like, so here's mine. Okay. Like, okay. So a vampire, uh, your vampire power is supposed to be something that like you mm-hmm. were super good at as a human or like mm-hmm. something that was big in your life as a human. So I think my vampire power would be the ability to sleep. I would be the one vampire that could sleep. 
Okay, can I just say, like, to back up your claim, this girl can literally sleep anywhere. I have seen her sleep in an airport between the most uncomfortable airport scene and the back of her fiancé. Like, squished. I don't need to be comfortable to sleep. I can no. literally sleep anywhere. Also, she sleeps, like, slightly with her eyes open, which is, like, I feel, like, conducive <laughs> to this whole vampire thing. Yeah, so that would be my power, but it would extend. I would be able to extend it to make other people sleep. Like, Switch. I could just, like, touch you. And you just fall asleep. I love that. That would be my, for sure, that would be my power. I love that so yeah, much. for sure. I would love to have, like, like a weird, like, like, you know when you have to, like, go to a store and, like, pick out clothes and you have to, like, go into a change room and try them on? I want my vampire power to be, like, I can immediately pick out the thing that's going to fit me perfectly. Ooh, like, you just know. Yeah. Like, you can see the clothes and, it, like, you can see it fitting you in your mind. Yeah, I wish my vampire power was, like, a fashion sense because, like, girl doesn't have that. <laughs> sweatpants for days <laughs> like i want to go to a store and be sweatpants like, for days slash all black that's all i wear i know oh my god i have no color anyways that's that's what i wish my vampire power was not about not a bad idea i know right um so yeah all these cool cool vampires come yeah and, and they're basically training bella to fight and she's learning how to expand her shield yeah she and, does it yeah and like Kate is, like, threatening to, like, zap her Nesme to give her some in incentive. Yeah. Because this whole time, she's been, like, zapping the shit out of Edward yeah. to try to get Bella to practice expanding her shield. And it's not working, so she brings her Yeah, Nesme but it her. does work, and she's she is getting better at it. Yeah. Oh, and then now, um, so, like, now that it's kind of, like, about to go down um bella is like okay it's time to go see that lawyer so yeah. when she goes see the lawyer she realizes that the lawyer can basically like forge papers mm -hmm. so she gets the lawyer and she realizes that the only reason why alice would have sent her here is if she saw that they were going to lose so she makes papers for ness like uh Renesmee Renesmee and, and jacob. jacob yeah and she forges like new identities for them mm -hmm. and is like okay this is it like so they have like that one last kind of christmas with like charlie yeah. and everyone because in like really soon the vulture you're coming yeah and they and she like packs a bag like stocked with cash for they just have super cash flow nussie and mm -hmm. jake and then the vulture come yeah they literally show up and there's like a fuck ton of them there's they're super outnumbered i think that, that the collins they had like Look, there was the Cullens, the Denali's, and, and then, then 17, 17 other vampires. Mm -hmm. But the but the Volturi were just stacked because the Volturi had, you know, the head of the households, their wives, the whole guard, and then a bunch of other vampires. I think it was like almost 40 of them or they something. Were, they were outnumbered for sure. Also, the wolves were on the, the side of the Cullens. Yeah. So they had two, they're both packs. Yeah. But still, with all those like powers, like... With the Volturi, like God, they didn't stand a chance if it came down no, to a fight. No, I really don't think like, they would have. No way. But um, yeah. So they're outnumbered, but like through like a series of like kind of like conversations, mm -hmm. Ro, which is like one of the head, one of the three head of the Volturi, he actually finally does realize that Renesmee is not an immortal child. Yes, he believes them, and like he talks to some of the witnesses, and they're all like, "Nope, she's and he's she's like half human." Oh. What a coinkydink. Like, this is interesting. So he's like, hold on, let me go talk to my brothers. So he goes to talk to his brothers, and one of them, Marcus, is, is like, like, I don't give a shit. Let's go home. Literally, Marcus is like, fuck me. Like, why'd you make me leave? Like, leave Italy. Like, mm -hmm. I want to go back. Caius, though, he wants to scrap. He's ready. He's like, let's go. They. He hates that the fact that they're 
that the Collins have a truce with like the werewolves. Yeah, because and he calls them like children of the moon and they have to explain to him like no, these aren't like traditional werewolves. Like they actually can choose Yeah, they're more like shapeshifters, but the only thing that they can shapeshift into is a wolf. Yeah. So he like hates the wolves. He hates the fact that the Collins are like this big family. Like Caius is just ready to go. So he does something to kind of like like provoke them yeah yeah so he like brings forth Irina and he's like well you told us it was an immortal child and clearly it isn't Mm -hmm. so justice needs to be served and he kills Irina yeah he they execute her like on the spot yeah so obviously like Kate and Tanya her sisters the Denali sisters like like, lose it they lose it but like people are kind of trying to like pull them back and then I think Bella at this point she's like all right, here it goes. Like, everyone is kind of, like, murmuring, like, their goodbyes to each other, like, saying, like, a yeah. love you. Bella turns around and tells Jake, like, get the fuck out of here with Renesme. Like, just as shit is about to go down, who prances in? Alice. Yeah, Alice and Jasper come back. Yes, and they have their own witness because when they left, that's what they were searching for. Mm-hmm. Like, this specific witness. Maybe mm-hmm. Alice saw it in her vision. I don't know. And she didn't, like, she left because she also didn't want, like, Edward to see like she didn't want anything to fuck up her plan right because if no one knew what she was doing if she left because Aro can read every thought you ever had when he touches you right right so if he touches Edward's hand he would have seen everything that Alice was planning Mm -hmm. and so plan would have been shit exactly so she didn't want anyone to know what she was doing that's why she didn't tell anyone yeah because the also the other thing that we didn't mention is the whole conspiracy theory behind why the Volturi are going so ham with this investigation yeah is because not only is it the fact that the Collins have committed some major crime it's because they they tend to have a pattern where when a coven with someone that arrow wants mm-hmm. aka in this case alice mm-hmm. create like does a crime commits a crime he always ends up killing the whole coven and always sparing that one person that he wants yeah claiming their thoughts were pure right mm-hmm. so that's what that's what's really going on yeah. here he really wants alice and like i'm sure if they like toss edward and bella in like he would be like yes. super happy about yes. it but alice at this point gets there and she has nahuel which is like a brazilian um half vampire half human like renesme yeah. and he's full grown mm-hmm. and he, what he, he stopped aging after what like seven years seven years yeah so they realize like renesme is actually going to live yes forever yeah so he, the, the the he explains his story and he says uh a vampire seduced my mother um i killed her when i was born and then i my my aunt was nearby mm-hmm. and i changed my aunt into a vampire yep because apparently some of these half-human, half-vampire hybrids are venomous. He happens to be one of them. Mm-hmm. But Renesmee is not venomous. Yeah. And you find out his dad is doing like... Yeah, his vampire dad has been doing some weird experiments. Half, He's yeah. been creating a lot of this like hybrid breed. Because he thinks they're like superior. Yeah. So like Nahuel has two half-vampire, half-human sisters. Yes. So Who are yeah. also not venomous. Yeah. So basically like... With that, like, they provide the evidence that, like, Renesmee is not going to be a threat. She's going to stop aging. She'll live forever. She'll live forever. And she'll keep the vampire secret. Yeah, everything's going to be great. So, Arrow was like, well, I guess there's no problem here. So, let's peace out. And when we say the book ends in, like, literally one chapter, the book ends in one chapter. Literally, Arrow, like, the the Vulturi ditches. They're like, hey, bye. 
They, they just leave. And then there's some goodbyes with all the other vampires that are there. They all say their goodbyes. Yeah. And then Edward and Bella have a cute scene at the end of the book where she's learned how to expand her shield in a way where she can show him thoughts. Yeah. He can finally read her mind. And she see he sees kind of like their love story like through, through her, her eyes. eyes. And yeah, he's like, cute. oh my God, I love it. And basically they just fucking live happily ever after. Literally, the book ends. With Jacob, their son-in-law, and yep. Renesmee, their daughter. And, and they're going to have all, everyone's going to live happily ever after and live forever. And that's how the book ends. Yeah. Oh, fun fact though, if you've watched the movies. Oh, yes. True. So in the, so, okay, let's be real. That was very anticlimactic. It was. It was just, it just kind of ended. Nothing really happened. There was no fight, no nothing. Yeah. So in the movie, I guess to like, you know, put some cinematic um, spice into it, they decided to do this like out of left field battle scene. Yes. Where like Aro dies, Carlisle dies, the Jane dies. Seth dies, Leah dies. So many people were dying. I remember being in this theater, watching this movie for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm sorry. I did not fucking sign up for this. This didn't happen in the book. Because the first person who dies, by the way, is Carlisle. Yes. And, and that starts the whole fight. And you don't, like, really realize it because, like, whatever, they have, like, a little kerfuffle as they, like, jump towards and each other. And then he has, like, his decapitated head is in Arrow's hand. And I just remember, like, crying. I was literally sobbing in and, the theater. And then what you realize is, like, apparently what happened was Alice had touched Arrow and shown him what would happen if, if he chose... To fight. To fight. That was the course. Yeah. And the course was he was going to die anyways. Exactly. So I find this very unlikely. Same. Considering how stacked the Volturi is. All they had to do was like put Renata in front of all their like people and literally they couldn't get to them. But then Bella's doing the same thing because they're both shields. So what, they just stand there for a They would just years? like, they would have like a super big standoff. Until one, someone I gets don't know. bored. I don't know. Anyways, that scene was super uncalled for. I mean, I get it. It was, it was actually well done. Yeah, like, and I think it. I think the movie it, and it added it. it added like a good aspect to the movie. Mm-hmm. But I was shook. Yeah, when I watched that for the yeah. first time. Same, 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 same. Because the book does not end that exciting. But that's that's the Twilight Saga. Yeah, I'm sad that it's over. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm. You know what? I I love the Twilight Renaissance that we're experiencing. I just love these books. We're really close to Midnight Sun. I know. I can't wait to read that. Yeah. That will be an episode coming up soon. Yeah. Well, yeah, in like a month or yeah, something. Yeah, it comes out August 3rd or 4th. Something like that. Yeah, super Kat soon. and I have watched the movies um, perhaps like four or five times since quarantine started. Please don't judge us. And also listen to the soundtrack a bajillion times. What's your favorite song for the soundtrack? My favorite song is Flightless Bird. Yes. Like that was a song that my fiance proposed to me to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I always loved that song before, but now it has like more of a meaning to us. Special meaning. Yeah. yeah. Mine is um, Turning Page by also, Sleeping at Last. Yeah, that's super good. And Love that song too. It's going to be my wedding song. So we're Great choice. very big Twilight junkies, I guess. Oh, 100%. I also, I think New Moon has the best soundtrack though. Uh-huh, yeah, for sure. It's a little bit like Sad Girl Hours, but mm. like I'm into it. Like yeah. Rosalind. That has a lot of good songs. So Possibility. Mm-hmm. So good. What was your favorite book in the series? My favorite book? Probably Breaking Dawn. Yeah. I just like... That it was super linear and it just, but but it was so cool when all the vampires came mm-hmm. and had all these cool powers. Yeah. I loved that part, but also I loved the wedding and their honeymoon. Yeah, everyone loves a happy ending. Like, yeah, let's be real. Yeah. Like, plus I, I, I did really love Jacob's point of view because. Yeah, it was cool. Listen, 
I'm happy with the way it ended. I'm okay with Edward. I still have a special place in my heart for Jacob. I would say I am team Jacob for me, mm-hmm. but I'm team Edward for Bella. I'm team Edward for myself. And also <laughs> for Bella. And also for... You can be the new thruple. What was your least favorite? My least favorite book was New Moon. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of Edward leaving. I know, I know. So not my favorite book. I did really like the movies. I think that was one of the best movies of mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. But um, least favorite book for sure. Yeah, kind of me too. It just, it was the slowest pace for me. Like nothing really happened. Yeah, it was a lot of nothing for me. Yeah, like the middle kind of like muddled together. Yeah. Overall spice rating for the series. Zero. Yeah, to be honest. With you, Very not. vanilla. That being said though, when I read it when I was younger... I would have probably given it like a little bit more of a spice rating. That's because you hadn't read any spice. Before. I had no, I had no frame of reference. Now I do. Now I do. And so this is a zero spice. It is. It is a zero spicy pepper rating. There is no spice in this book. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Okay, I have gone on this rant many a time. Yes, you have. And Kat knows. I know where you're going with this. Yes. Okay. Is Stephanie Mayer Meyer the best writer in the world? No. Did she write some questionable things in the books that I maybe didn't agree with? Cough, cough, imprinting on babies? Absolutely. However, I truly think that she changed, like, the young adult genre. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think that, like, before her, what did, what series did we have, really? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. And it wasn't cool to, like, stan a book or, like, be, like, this, like, unabashedly like in love and obsessed with a book and when this came out it literally took I feel like the literary world by storm Mm -hmm. is it the most like amazing piece of literature no but I truly think that it changed like the literary field particularly for young adult the YA I would say that majority of female readers in our generation have read these books a hundred percent and if you haven't, you should probably give it a try. Why not? Honestly, you have nothing to lose. You really don't. You have everything to gain. If you're like a Gen Z, you should read them. Read them. Give them, crack them open, ladies and gentlemen. And yeah, I, I really do think Stephanie Mayer like changed the game. And I think she kind of like opened up the gates for like this whole, how many vampire books were written? So true. And I know there was like vampire books before, like Vampire Academy. And but stuff. it wasn't, vampires weren't cool until these books came out exactly and i know not everyone loves like the vampires the way they're portrayed in here but i really do th- she opened the floodgates to ya mm. after you- this the ya section fucking exploded so thank you miss stephanie we appreciate you we do we do love you love you love you lots girl email love us. you for writing these books tweet us email us please please Come to our house. I would love you to sign my books. Yeah. Have lunch with us. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Twilight Saga. Yeah. What, are, what are we doing next, Kat? Well, next next week we're starting the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Which I love so much. That got me out of my... It got me out of my reading slump yeah, for sure. So I have like a special place in my heart for this book. So I'm I'm literally so excited. So excited to talk about it. I'm going to finish um, A Court of Wings and Ruin. Mm-hmm. I still have to finish that, but I will. So we'll talk about that in the next episode. But thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks. We appreciate it. Um, subscribe. Leave us a review. Yeah, please. Um, follow us on Twitter. Handle will be in the down bar. We've actually been pretty active on Twitter, which has been fun. Yeah. Indigo liked one of our tweets the other day. I felt really cool when they did that. So do I. And I feel like we're one step closer to getting that Indigo sponsorship. <laughs> one day. One day. One day we'll get it. But yeah. That was that was episode five. Yeah. So thanks for listening. And uh, 
Tune in next time. Two, two, two book, book bitches. bitches. Bye.